This is the EPLOG audio experience. The views, thoughts and opinions expressed are the host's own and do not represent the views, thoughts and opinions of EPLOG Media Private Limited. The material and information presented here is for general information purposes and or entertainment purposes only. Listener discretion advised. This is the story of a woman who did not let her age come in the way of what she truly stood for. Her dedication and courage sets an example of what a true patriot is. From a peasant to a freedom fighter, this is the story of Matangani Hazra. Matangani Hazra was born on the 19th of October 1870 in Tamluk, West Bengal. Born into a poor peasant's family, she was not able to receive any formal education as a child. As per customs, she was just 12 years old when her parents arranged her marriage to a 60-year-old man from the nearby village. But the marriage didn't last long. By the time she was 18, Matangani was widowed and had no children of her own. In a state of distraught, she returned to her parents' village. and chose to devote her time to helping the people in her community but little did she know that something new was coming something bigger something that gave her purpose and would fire a flame in her heart during the early 1900s news of mahatma gandhi's nationalism and the protests he organized in south africa to fight the british were making waves across the Indian subcontinent. The oppressive conditions poor Indians were enduring at the hands of the British were ruthless and exploited. The British had promised to leave the country if Indian soldiers agreed to join their army and fight with them in the First World War. They promised rewards and prosperity and of course their autonomy. The Indian people in anticipation of freedom gave the british close to 100 million pounds to fund the war but none of these promises were carried out if anything oppression and violence inflicted on indians only increased after the end of the war many indians realized that the colonial rules was unjust and controlling they wanted their country and their freedom back and Matangani was just one of them. She witnessed the harsh realities and the suffering her fellow countrymen were facing, the oppressive conditions poor Indians were enduring at the hands of the British were ruthless and exploitative. Inspired by Gandhi ji, Matangani in her late 30s now began partaking in the fight for freedom. Throughout her life, Matangani followed the Gandhian philosophy of using peaceful methods and non-violence to get what you want. She had a strong sense of justice and understood that if we really wanted to achieve independence, then everybody needed to get their hands dirty. And so, as her first step, she went around her district and encouraged people, especially women, to take part in the fight for independence. 
she pledged her life to Gandhi ji and her country and persuaded the people of Bengal to do the same. Her loyalty and admiration for Gandhi ji became well known and so people affectionately began calling her Gandhi Buri which is Bengali for old lady Gandhi. In 1930 when she was already 60 years old she took part in the civil disobedience movement. During the salt march as Gandhi ji led his followers on the west coast of India to make their own salt Matangani led her followers on the east. She and other villagers in the community attempted to make their own salt but were caught by the police and arrested. Although she was released soon, Matangani was arrested again not long after. But this time it was for protesting the Chaukidari tax. This was a tax collected from poor farmers to compensate village policemen who were sent to spy and report any acts of rebellion against the British Empire. This time, Matangani was sent to prison. Six months later, she was released. But her time in jail did not break her willpower and her thirst for independence one bit. She joined the Indian National Congress and became an active member in the party. She and the village people began spinning their own clothes during Gandhi ji's khadi movement which boycotted foreign made clothes but now the situation was getting even more dangerous for the freedom activists while attending a congress conference matangani was gravely injured after the police raided the event and battered everybody who was there despite already being in her 60s and in a frail physical state matangani went back to her charitable work she helped the socially untouchables and when a smallpox epidemic broke out in the village she nursed the sick patients back to health in 1933 she organized a march while carrying a symbolic black flag and led protesters to the governor's palace The marchers broke past the barricade and waved their flags and banners as they shouted go back lad saab the police violently battened down the marchers and matangani was sentenced to another 6 months in prison but absolutely nothing could break her even in the deadliest of circumstances she would not back down Her acts of protesting and revolution would continue until her last breath. On the 29th of September 1942, the 72-year-old Matangani led a procession of at least 6,000 protesters to take over the Tamlok police station from the British officials. Policemen attempted to stop the march by open firing on the protesters. With the tricolor flag of India held high in her hand, the brave and noble Matangani stood at the front of the procession and pleaded with the officers to stop firing. Bullets hit both of her arms, but the tricolor remained high as Matangani continued shouting, "Vande Matram!" But alas, a fatal shot 
hit her on the forehead and Matangani succumbed to her death. She lay motionless on the ground in a pool of her own blood, the tricolor flag next to her, and still chanting Vande Matram as her eyes closed. But Matangani's sacrifice would not go to waste. Five years after her passing, on the 15th of August, 1947, the Indian people reclaimed their country. The flag of the independent nation soared high and celebrations ensued all over the new nation. Stories of Matangani's bravery and martyrdom are well known in the Bengal region. They have inspired millions of people, particularly women, to not let their age be a barricade to achieve what they want. Her altruistic acts tell us what a truly selfless and patriotic person she was. Several schools, colonies and roads have been named after her as tribute. In 1977, a statue of her was erected in Kolkata, making it the first statue of a woman in the city. Another statue was erected in the Tamluk district, right on the spot where she passed away while chanting Vande Matram. With this, we reach the end of today's episode. We would love to know how the story of Matangani Hazra has inspired you. Connect with us and share your thoughts on our social media handles at Epilogue Media on Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn. For more stories of immaculate women who shattered glass ceilings, subscribe now to the Women in History podcast.